Australia with the latest edition of Lawn Care Skull Sessions with my co-host, the bearded lawnsman. How you going, butter? Good man. How you doing? Uh, not too bad. A little flat today. Yeah, it's weird. Hopefully, look, I'm looking out the window right now and I'm seeing some fluff in the sky. Yeah, apparently, um, oh, look, over the next couple of days, we have, um, you know, 40% chance each day of some moisture. Yeah. So... Yeah, we'll take anything, right? Yeah, bros. Um, definitely. Like, I've had so many people reaching out to me just like, what the fuck do I do? I'm uh, like, I'm in the same boat, but here's some things. Yeah, and um, I've had I've had some good comments too, you know, about things that we've kind of pushed, um, you know, just throughout our time on the podcast, which yeah. have paid off for, for some of those contractors, which is good. We can touch on that later. Um but, you know, all of this stuff, it, it does lead us to our topic today. Yeah. Um, we'll get there in a minute. What else has been happening in man. industry talk, pal? Look, I got some good news. I um, I got an email from the big man, Duncan himself. We have some dates on the new SCAG gear that's coming through. Okay, cool. Before we do that, do you want to explain who Duncan is? Because so, not everyone knows. Okay, so Duncan is the owner of International Mowers. Now, I... I um, dealt a lot with Rob. Um, Rob's gone, so hopefully Duncan and my relationship can blossom <coughs> as well with Andrew Triffitt in the middle. Uh, he has taken over from Rob and maybe we can make like a little you know, skag sandwich. Um, I'd love to be the meat, but I think... You're more of a bun guy. I was, yeah, if I'm going to be anything, I'm going to be the top the top bun because i got the curves. I'll probably be like the lettuce, eh? Just, <laughs> just useless, tastes like no, shit. No, mate. If it's lettuce, like you and your fucking chicken burgers, you'll just scrape it off and you'll be the cuck in the corner. <laughs> Speaking about cucks, I um I was lucky enough to go up to Harvey Bay for the weekend for my birthday and um we had a, a unit in Urangan, uh before we actually went to our main destination <laughs> And I walked into the fucking bedroom and there was the biggest cuck chair I've ever seen in my <laughs> they life. They all have a little cuck chair. Dude, it wasn't little. It fucking, it blocked off like the whole bedside table and everything. It was literally just, it was the cuck room. It must be on the website or something. <laughs> so I use that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, but yeah. Skag news, uh, everybody's been hitting me up about the new V-Ride XL. It got released at GIE accidentally a little bit before GIE by me. Um, but it is looking to be here about March next year. So wow. uh, 25 grand plus GST, I'm guessing that's for the 52. It comes in a 61 and a 72. Every option is a big block. So you've got your 40 horsepower Vanguard, uh, 38.5 Quacker, and 38 cola, all excellent, excellent options. And is the Julie only available on the 72 or can you get Julie's on the 61 as well? I think you can get it on all of them. Okay. Cause that'd be pretty gangster. Yeah. Because, well, I mean, there's not still, again, it was only like a, this is what's coming sort yeah, of yeah. thing. So I didn't get all the information again, but, um, that's the information I've got. Uh, there's also a 36 inch turf storm coming, which is like your sprayer spreader. Yep. Um, there is, uh, no price or I think maybe we'll see it next year. Hopefully, uh, the Jackal is a mid-year product and not sure when it's going to roll through, but, um, it's powered by a Kubota. It's made all in house. I did have a couple of questions like, Oh, is that rebranded? It's like, nah, it's, it's actually made in the Beaver Dam 
plant. So made sure of that. Uh, a couple other little bits and pieces. Uh, the Freedom is going to get a new seat. It's it's going to be like a spring seat. And the Cheetah has also changed up their seat. Now, I'll be interested to see what it's like because they say it's like the Turf Tiger seat. They're both relatively, you know, the same sort of comfort level. But um, I just think the Cheetah seat, the one that I've got, looks pretty gangster. It looks like a Mack truck seat. So I'll be interested to see what seat they've put on it. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Skag news for this week. Beauty. Um, I can't wait to see the XL. Yeah. Um, I was a little bit bummed that that uh, battery V-Ride still looks ugly as fuck. <laughs> the bonnet. Hey, what, what's what's going on with beauty's them? Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. What What have they done with the bonnet? Nothing. Uh, one of your dogs is just fucking walking around outside. Dude, how did it get out there? I don't know. Magic? Oh, uh, well, I can't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's too late. What's the time? Oh, Vicky's got 20 minutes. Fuck. Um, yeah. Well, out there. Yeah, he, out the window. He's not the aggressive one. Oh, that's good. Sweet as. Uh, something else I didn't tell you about. Um, we have a competition. Um, thank you to the Lawn Shed. They've hooked us up with a $200 voucher. Um, all you have to do is follow our potty, give us a review, and then go over and sign up for their trade account. It's a free sign up, so... Just make sure you sign up under the Lawn Care Skull Sessions podcast and uh, you go on the running to win a $200 voucher. Damn, and that could be really useful right Fuck, now. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, with their list. Yeah, I just spent like 600 bucks there yesterday. So oh, wow. I just got heaps of um, just granular wetter and yeah, a few other things. I've got a big 10 litre stadium. And we get a kickback from that too, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, me. I want to talk about kickbacks for a quick second. This is straight off the dome. Like, yeah, yeah. I just, I saw. Some thread, man, it just it got really out of hand uh, really quickly. Mm. And I'm not going to dive too much into it, but there was something brought up about kickbacks. Yeah. And how, you know, influencers, um, you know, are somehow wrongfully plugging particular products to get kickbacks. Mm. And I just, I just want people to understand that it's <laughs> – these products already exist, right? Yeah. But they're just using key people in the industry to promote that. Um, and whether you like it or not, certain people in the industry carry influence. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I know how this sounds, but, you know, BJ and I are two of those people where we have a platform that we've created and it, it's different to your everyday contractor. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, <laughs> there was like all this shit going on in this thread and everyone's, you know, like, oh, you get, they get a kickback. And, and they weren't even talking about us. Yeah. I, well, I don't think. I'm surprised were. I didn't even get fucking tagged. Um, no, well, it, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of just saw it and like my very first comment was, Hey, if you buy from the lawn shed, I'll get a kickback, <laughs> um, which a few people laughed at. But, you know, it's true. Yeah. Like, um, same with bad workwear. Like, we, you know, obviously it's a workwear brand. Yeah. Um, it's it's a good option for people in our industry. And it's a fucking affordable option too. It's a really affordable option. Um, and so, yeah, I mean... 
I think some people get tied up a little bit in like who's getting what, rah rah rah. And well, I think people think, oh, it's they're just fucking doing it. Like it, it takes a lot to build a presence, especially a social media presence in a in a very niche market. Like you know, you got uh, you know people sell beauty products and all this other shit on Instagram, but you know it's quite easy because their demographic is right there. Like people are always hunting. Like I know my wife, she follows specific people because they have the codes that she wants to use. Oh man, absolutely. So, you know, and why wouldn't you, like, why wouldn't you go and hunt down an extra 10% off here and an extra 15% off there? It's um, it's out there. Like even P&O cruises, there's fucking couples that get free cruises to promote cruises. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I understand if, like, you know, like, if you had a contractor who was, like, let's say they were working with Ryobi or something. Yeah. And they're, like, plugging these $140 pieces of shit or something. Like, I get that. But that's really not what's happening out there. No. Like, people, I mean, most influencers that I know, they've – they they're pretty honest in the sense that they're not really going to put their name on something that is just either not the best or not in content <coughs> sorry not in contention like yep. at least in that conversation for the best you know the best product yeah so um yeah look it was just something on my on my mind you know that quick sidebar that you know just because people have codes doesn't mean that there's anything fishy going on. No, man, you know I, I mean? there are fucking there are some there's the some weird thing. things you see though. You you will there are times where you see people like, oh, this is the best fucking machine ever, blah blah blah, and then when it comes time for them to get a new machine, they're like, oh yeah, but I bought this, and it's like, hey, didn't you just say this was the best machine ever, and then you've bought this? Isn't yeah, it, I mean, like a fucking yeah, it's a better for flip flop. Um, it's kind of the same thing with that thread about, you know, American pickups and stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, everyone's free to make their own choice at the end of the day anyway. Yeah. Like, not everything is a conspiracy. Um, it's no, just marketing. Exactly. Uh, anyway, thanks. Thanks, Lawn Shed. I really appreciate it. That came out of the blue. That was um, me ordering yesterday through Ian. And I was about to say, I haven't fucking heard shit about it. Yeah, surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a super good dude and he just thought, you know, why not? Beauty. Fucking why, why not? Why not? Let, let's give back. Yeah, why not? Let's give back at someone else's expense. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good, man. I, I really enjoy working with the people we do. Um, big ups to Moa Merch. Check me fucking shirt out. I love these shirts. Yeah, I just ordered some uh, custom singos. Yeah. Oh, did ya? Yeah. I need to get I, a couple um, more singos. I didn't realise how fucking hot it was getting. Yeah. I, I um, did you see me on the beach? I think so, yes. How wide am I? In the hole? Were you in a hole? No. No, I just okay. that, that's the fucking shape my body leaves. <laughs> after I sit down on the sand. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I just ordered some cuss. I don't have them yet, but. Um, nice. Catch yeah. pro ones? Uh, okay, so I'm getting a mole merch one to rep it. Yep. Um, I'm getting a Skull Sessions one. Yep. I'm getting a Benny Hoover one. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a Landscape Pro one, which we. Don't quite have a logo yet, but it's going to be a very simple logo. And um, we're going to do a fun sort of catch pro one, like a bit of a, like not 
you know, it's not going to be something that you would wear to a quote or something. Um, <laughs> I can't wait for that one. <laughs> might be like a little bit cartoony yeah. sort of street sort of. Uh, yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, so I don't, people might not remember, but I was talking about purchasing a new car on our oh, yeah. last episode. That was awesome. And look, apologies for the last episode. Um, it actually uploaded out of sync. The fucking, there was so much chopping and changing the audio. I could not synchronize it with the video. So we just scrapped the video and just went with the audio. So that's why. Yeah. I'm not sure how well, look, that was, we had a lot of fun recording that episode, Yeah, but it was mayhem here. We had, we had contractors here. We had, um, what, what else happened? Uh, some guy fucking from the NBN just walked into your house. Yeah. But then didn't we, we had a delivery or something. There was a delivery. There was a contractor rolled up. So it was a, it was a fucking three hour like almost three hour episode that had to, you and you know, can tell we were getting up. pretty loose on it. Yeah, we were so. pretty loose. Um, but um, yeah, so we bought a new car, fucking loving it, loving it, and uh, we had it for three days before BJ fucking crashed it. No, someone fucking hit and run on us. The dogs, fucking dogs. Yeah, that's pretty sad. Man. Yeah, when you sent me the photo. I was like, "Oh, damn!" Oh, I was so upset. Actually, was it when I left here? It was that day. Yeah, it was that day. Yeah, yeah it so it was day. on the Friday. They fucking bopped it. Um, yeah, it looks like someone's just fucking ran straight into the side. That was like the day when uh, either that or they're carrying around a fucking bowling ball in their pocket. That was like the day. I remember it was. I think it was Christmas Day, and I reversed my car into Vicky's car. Right. <laughs> And it's like, you know, when let's say you have a little boo boo in a in a in a car park, and you're like, yeah. oh, I hit someone else's car, and you're like, oh well, I mean, would you leave a note? Um, Don't fucking. It depends on the damage. Okay. Um, if there's no, I've, I've never really done it. Yeah. So like I yeah that's why I was sort of like, I, I've done a really bad one before on a street. Yeah. Where like my old truck, the tow ball went through the car oh, like a proper incision yeah and then when i tried to drive away i was doing like a little um like, like a, a shot like, like a piggyback oh no yeah <laughs> i was just skull dragging this car by its door Fuck. That's um funny. no but yeah there's nothing worse than reversing your car into one of your other cars yeah because then you have to deal with both of the muck mm-hmm. so i just i just hated seeing my wife's ups she was like because with the Prado, like it's kind of a, a thing that I've that's that was one of my life goals because, uh, you know, 2014, before I even started my mowing business, I was like, all right, we're, we're having a win. I bought her a Prado, it wasn't a new one, but it was exactly what she wanted. It was black, the fucking interior was mint, um, bright price, it was like 23 grand. So, it or yeah, about 23 grand, it was a beautiful car, and um. Six months and uh, fucking head-on collision. And then we had to get the Kluger and stuff. And, you know, it's been a brilliant car. If anyone wants to buy a fucking Kluger, let me know. And um, so we needed some, we, you know, it's it's time to upgrade. So we fucking upgrade and then away she goes. And my wife was so upset and I hate that. So, yeah, but we still, we drove it up to Harvey Bay. Beautiful car. Well, we want an upgrade to a seven-seater, but I told Vic, I was like, look, let's just chill. Because we're just we're doing so much to the house still. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't fuck around. We're getting our driveway scraped next week. Um, 
That's, so that'll be interesting to see what's underneath this fucking. I need, I need some scrapes, eh? <laughs> Always. If we've got this random garden bed, it's like these massive big sandstone fucking rocks are just concreted into the into the ground. I don't know what the fuck's under it. Could be a fucking grave. I don't know. A giant grave. I, w- I was hoping that we'd find some drug money here when we excavated the pool. Oh, that would have been so yeah. good. Didn't even hit a drain, eh? They wouldn't fucking tell you if they found it, though. I was with them. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, anyways... Know? Moving on. Yeah. So today, contractors, we're going to talk about the state of the industry and, you know, we're going to touch a little bit on some mental health stuff. Yeah. Only only because it there is it is tough times at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate to put a blanket over the whole industry because it's not tough everywhere. No, I think Melbourne... Melbourne and uh, Down South Adelaide seems to be doing, doing okay. Right. Yeah, um, um, and but, WA, I think you know, like I, I mean, don't, I don't think I think they're prepared for any sort of dry weather. So that's, yeah, from what I understand, you know, almost every place has irrigation. Yeah, you know, things like that. So you know, look, like I said, I, I hate to put a blanket over the whole industry, but we do have you know a shitload of listeners in Queensland and New South Wales, and realistically. Um, you know, even if your market is pinging at the moment, there's things that we can talk about that will help you prepare because I, I think I said it in the last couple of weeks, we all have short memories about, you know, really trying times. Yeah. Like 2018, um, you know, I do remember seeing on LMCA, you know, with just really intense water restrictions, yep. you know, all of the, you know, and... I mean, it's been five years, right? But it, it feels like it's no time has passed. Yeah. Um, so, and, and we forget so easily, like, you know, crazy bushfires yep. that were international news. Well, I and, mean, fucking bushfires, dude. They're, they're raging at the moment. I yeah. saw a map of, like, Australia and the amount of bushfires is incredible. So I hope everyone's staying safe out there. But And, um, and, and in the Australian industry... Seriously, like in the green industry, we have overcome so many things in this last five year period. Yeah. And look, we've we we may have overcome even more in a longer period. It's just that, you know, around that time is when I started personally getting a little bit involved in, you yeah. know, some of the background stuff and, and caring more beyond my just fucking mowing run. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Everything from Wild bushfires and droughts to COVID. To stock um, shortages, part shortages. You know, and then floods. Um, you know, the, the industry, like, obviously it, that doesn't mean like, oh, hey, I'll, I'll survive this. Yeah. Because, you know, business-wise, you know, the businesses went down during all those times. 100%, yeah. Um. But it it's just a really great time to regather and to stay confident and be positive. Yeah. And to just look outside the box a little bit. I have noticed I've seen a lot more businesses for sale in the last, you know, couple of months. I think a lot of people have noticed the the weather pattern has changed. And look, I, I feel like there is a change in the weather. <laughs> I think there is like a a block of time where you get like rain and then you get drought and then you get fucking crazy like the crazy winds that we've had lately you know that's 
that's a lot of the problem because we have had a few showers of rain come through, but with the winds, it's just vacuuming the moisture straight out of the ground. But I think, yeah, I think a few of the oldies are just jumping shit before they know that it's going to get real tough and they don't want to have to fucking work in this sort of climate and, you know, dust bukkake every day and things like that. But, yeah, like even us with the villagers, like I always say, like I've, I've tried to um, restrict the the impact that droughts will have on my business, but we still have to hustle to fucking, you know, make ends meet. I'm glad you brought up Body Corpse because I, I believe it was Nathan Dunn, um, hopefully it was, um, you know, had a really nice comment, tagged both of us, saying that he was super stoked to pick up his first Body Corpse. Yeah. And it, that it was great for his business knowing that he had something locked in. That's what it is. It's security, and, man. And, you know, like the residential game is obviously fantastic. Yeah. Um, but... And there is only always going to be a certain amount of room for contractors in the body corp strata field. But we see so many complaints and posts about your $30 guy or your guy who's going to do the first mo for free and all that stuff. None of that shit happens in the body corporate sector. No, it's a whole different list of fucking problems. Yeah, but (laughs) but what I'm saying is like – if you are in that residential game and you're finding it hard to compete at the moment because there are these, you know, semi-retired or dull bludger types that, you know, like don't even treat them as your competitors. Get out of that space and start looking into the body corp space. Yeah. And look, a, a, a nice even mix of resis and body corps is fantastic. Yeah. Um. I was speaking to Tyson, uh, my homie over at EPMS, and just about business in general. Like, hey, how you guys going? Rah, rah. I mean, they've still got franchises for sale. Yeah. Um, and at some of their body court buildings, you know, he said, look, we just do anything to make noise, make sure we get our paycheck. You know, some of the guys are, you know, washing the buildings. or Yeah. Um, my boys have got a pressure cleaner on all the time now. So they've got our little rock. It's not a massive pressure cleaner, but they can rock up to one of our smaller body corps and, you know, one of them can be touching up the hedges and knocking out any weeds and the other can be fucking pressure cleaning the gutters or just just whatever needs doing. And like. the, the good news, um, at least in the game, is that the hedges are still on. Yeah, the hedges, on. the hedges are still on. Your grass isn't good. No. But the hedges are still on. Cleanup's a dog too <laughs> when you fucking can't just mow it up. Well, you just do it anyway. Right? Yeah. I, I, mean, I know I do. Just fucking sucking the life out of it. We've had, we, yeah, we've, we've been lucky with the hedges are still on for us as well. Uh, but, yeah, that pressure cleaner, fuck, that's paid for itself 10 times over this year. So, um, you know, we, I, I'm trying to look at other avenues as well. Where if we don't have like I, I hired an aerator for a week next week, and I'm just gonna fucking just plug every fucking place I've got, and then um, obviously I made my my lawn shed order, and I got a bunch of granular um, soil wetter, so I don't have to water it in or anything like that. And yeah, man, fucking just and, and keep that, my fingers crossed. And you know things like that are pretty untapped in Queensland. Yeah, you know, I think now is the time to offer that shit. Yeah, and look, obviously the client, you have to upsell it to the client. Um, And 
you know, I, I don't know that clients are in the state of mind where they're like, no, well, we're not spending money at all. Yeah. I, I think there's still money to be spent. Mm-hmm. So the upsell is there, but it, it would be very difficult to justify paying yeah. to get the grass cut when it just doesn't need cutting. That's exactly right. It's a short term. It, it's, it's more for people who really um, appreciate having a nice yard and things like that. And body corps, again, they, you know, I'm, I'm offering it to all my body corps. I got one and it's like, you know, it's like five or six grand. Like at the end of the day, like, you know, aerating and fucking, you know, chucking down soil wetter. And then I can just walk away and hope that there's a shower, you know, down the road. Cause I made sure that, so originally I was going to buy the stuff that you had to water in. Yeah. And then um, speaking to Ian, which is, fucking good that he was on the other end of the phone he's like why don't you just get something you don't have to water in i was like oh yes yeah, oh, this makes sense oh fuck yeah um so I, I think another upsell at the moment is if you've got any clients that have golden cane palms mm. because what happens you know well what's been happening at the moment because it's been hot and then when those winds get up those yeah. palms they just start going like, fuck you, yeah. and just releasing, man. I saw um, a lady yesterday at the flower shop. It was, it was me mum's. It's actually me mum's birthday. Happy birthday, ma'am. Happy birthday, mum. Happy birthday, ma'am, Mrs. Beach. Um, yeah, I fucking went to grab her a bunch of flowers, and there's some chick in there buying fucking golden cane. And I was like. People do that. What? Yeah. I've had a fucking gut full of mine. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll, like that's what made me bring it up was uh, the other day I, I sort of actually got myself into trouble. <gasps> we were supposed to be going out for dinner. Yeah. And I um, I, I burn a lot of our cardboard from Catchbo because just, it just builds up so quick. Yeah. So I'm doing it and then, like, I saw some palms and I was like, oh, you know, just do that. And then all of a sudden... I had a big fucking, a big thing going. Bonfire. You know, and I just couldn't stop. Um, and <laughs> I just couldn't stop. Well, it's like, okay, you know, what's a couple more, right? Yeah. And then it's like, well, fuck, I might as well just finish it. Yeah. Anyway, don't worry about that. I'm here right now. Uh, three days later, fucking waltz out with me morning coffee and fucking there's a palm bukkake everywhere where I just cleaned <laughs> up. And I'm sitting there thinking like, if anyone you know, had customers right now with golden canes, um, you know, I would be offering to to sort of clean all those golden canes out. Yeah. Um, you know, because they're all stressing at the moment. They're all dropping yeah. all the fronds. Um, so, yeah. yeah, look, we and I know that it's not an optimum time um, to mulch, but... Why not? Because just because it's fucking so hot, and I get it. I get it's a hard job, but fuck that. Financially, fucking do it. Have some fucking concrete. Yeah, fucking get some get some fucking Gatorade in. I mean, it's not that hot. No, it's not too bad. Like there have been some hot days thrown in. Yeah, but I mean, fuck, it's gonna get ten times worse. I know it. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, just keep upselling all those fucking mulch jobs and sell them like like we're in a drought and be like, hey, you know. This is going to retain the moisture in your gardens. You won't have to put as much water on just in case there's water restrictions. I mean, none of it's bullshit, folks. It's, it's, no, all, it's, it's all real facts. Yeah, it's all relative. Like, you, you know, don't strike fear into them and be like, fucking, you're never going to have any more plants. And But, you know, it makes sense. It's how we basically sell it in winter as well anyway. So Yeah, um, 
And, you know, if you're just looking, you know, like I just, I've been hearing stories, you know, people's, they're watching their bank accounts go down or they're just driving past jobs. And I've been there. I I totally understand it. When I was there, it, it, it wasn't a time in my life that, I really had to worry. Like I didn't have children back then. Yeah. Um, this is obviously going back quite a while. Um, so, you know, for, for me, it was like, fuck yeah, let's go surfing or, you know, um, but I think the people, the, the real businesses that have overheads and that need to provide for families, um, you know, we, we see stuff, you know, about people getting down and they're like, well, what's the fucking point on going to work? And, you know, like, um, you're not going to be productive and, and you're not going to go anywhere if you don't get up and just go. Yeah. And I think have a plan. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, you've got all this spare time. If you're driving past jobs, maybe just pick a day where you just don't bother and you fucking go and, and all the things. Cause I know as you know, I drive down the road, I'm like, Oh fuck, I should, quote that oh fuck i should quote that and just walk in like the worst thing they're gonna say is no yeah well that's true that's <laughs> it's, right. honestly yeah. it's fucking nothing and even if you leave a card with them fucking old mate contractor that's already got the job may fuck up um the the manager might have a change of circumstance if they're doing it themselves and they might be like oh this guy was pretty keen i've got his card stuck to me fucking filing cabinet and they'll they'll give you a call but you know nothing comes from nothing. So you literally have nothing to lose. If you're driving around doing fuck all anyway, spending money doing nothing, then just drop in. doesn't matter. Take a chance. And obviously the last couple of years, there's sort of been an influx in ride-ons, you know, ZTRs in general, stand-ons. And, you know, some people, like I see, you know, some of these machines – um, up for sale all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like, you know, I just don't have the work. Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you want to keep putting those machines to work just in case this isn't a long cycle, Yeah, you know, because you've made that investment. And at the end of the day, most of those machines probably aren't costing more than a hundred dollars a week. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's obviously easier said than done, Yeah. but, but really look at that situation and think, you know, if this is a short cycle and, you know, we look, I, I don't think it's going to be what it was the last two, three years. I don't think we're going to see that again for a while, but, it, but that was extreme. It doesn't need to be like that. No. I mean, it's almost as bad as what we're going through now. Like it's pretty full on. <laughs> there is, there is nothing good about being able to watch grass physically grow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> someone, know? someone posted on my, um, my Bonavid last night i forget who it actually was but um they were like oh i think this is our fault we wished all the good weather away because they were so burnt out from just absolutely hammering for the last three years so i i do get that and um you know it is one of those things that there is extremes of both end like I've know, remember really- when sydney and melbourne were like fuck this rain off like that was that was swamped they couldn't get out for weeks at at some stage there and um and now all I want is fucking, if we got a week solid rain, I fucking would love it. I've said it a million times. If we could just get like two storms yeah. a week at night, <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, everything would be great. And this wind can fuck right off. Yeah, well, it's unfortunate that, you know, the summertime that just brings. It does. Especially yeah. being on anywhere coastline yeah. is, uh, you know, is bad. And I think most communities are, are within 50Ks of a coastline anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, true. So um, anyway, I hope like this, all of this talk, being able to, to you know, talk about it is is somewhat going to be uplifting. Yeah. Um, and people are always free to sort of reach out. Yeah, of course. To either one of us. Um, yeah, well, I was speaking to someone about a proposal for a body because he look in his mind, he's like, yes, I I want to be in the body corporate world, um, and he's going for a really big, like a really big village. It's it's big numbers on a on a smaller profile, so it's like over seven acres is like nearly one hundred and seventy units or something. So it's it's quite a, a densely sort of populated area and um the dollars that the managers told him just aren't adding up and i i get there are some you know you, you can't charge a hundred bucks an hour when you're working in these villages like i can't anyway if you can fucking good on you that's awesome but like we we can't work it to a hundred dollars an hour we we still we do 20 percent to 25 percent profit which is what i aim for uh in the body corp realm and I, I think that's that's pretty good puts us in a good good area of not being too cheap but we're not too expensive as well so people kind of dig that but yeah he was <laughs> he was um he was really keen to get in and i hope that he pursues it because it is it is good the security is mad and that's kind of what i've always said about the body court world is it's just all about security and also, I think sometimes people get a little bit confused about what we what we mean with body corp. Obviously, BJ is doing like yeah. big villages, yeah. but um, I mean, the body corp can be, you know, like you could have a whole run made up of one hour jobs. And when I say body Just corp, unit- I kind of mean commercial as well because. Yeah, commercial is the same thing. Yeah. Like I, I would be targeting businesses, you know, yeah, like sure. anywhere that that has to have. Um, What's well, a tax know, write-off well, for them as well? Like that's another bonus for them. Like yeah, it's a tax well, write-off. Anyone and, that just has to have well-presented gardens. Yeah. Um, Pick an industry that's booming right now and fucking target them and be like, hey, fucking why don't you remulch the gardens three times a year? It'd be a good tax write-off. Um, but, you know, like I – I think I used to have like 120 blocks of units that, um, I mean, some of them was, some of them were just like a footpath with a couple of common area gardens. Yeah. You know, you'd be there for an hour. Um, so, you know, like we, when we talk about this body corp scene, we're not necessarily talking about huge villages where you're putting all your eggs in one basket it's really just about obtaining those jobs, locking them in for a certain amount of cuts or services per year, yeah. and then having the opportunity then to upsell. Yeah, you, you know what you'll have at your minimum, um, but you can always build upon that. Yeah, and be prepared not to um, like if if you rock up and there's nothing to mow, then you you need to find something to do there. Like you can either. Oh, you can have a win every now and then. Yeah, yeah, you can have a sneaky win, but um, 
I think like having a look around and actually making making something or making your presence really well known. Like if you're just out there fucking creating a big dust storm, then um, yeah, residents will be pissed off because there's always someone looking at you, always someone fucking poking their eyes at their fucking little curtains. Um, another thing too, like I don't know whether uh, I don't think this is this would be an easy thing to approach any any customer, but um, only fans. <laughs> At the moment, I've talked about my grey water. Mm. Um, I mean, my my lawn is is fucking green well, and growing. I mowed it last Friday, and I'm going to hit it again. Have you seen M- what MG's doing? Um, I haven't, but I know. So, so Marky from IMO, he's been on the podcast before. He's got some really good, very, very like niche, like for, for in my eyes anyway. He's got really cool customers. And uh, he gets a watering truck out and they literally fucking blanket water the frontages of all these houses, which is incredible. Like it's, They're pretty cheap too, like water yeah. trucks. Um, Liquid gold. They, um, the lady gets them in over at the farm. Oh, okay. Because there's, there's no fucking water to drink at the moment. Yeah. Um, so she fills up a series of tanks and, um, yeah, I mean, 18,000 litres costs like 360 bucks or something. Really? Oh. Yeah. Is it nice? Is it filtered? Uh, is it Fiji water? Nah, it's just <laughs> straight gutter water, wouldn't it be? <laughs> straight gutter water, yeah. Probably. Oh, no, what I mean is straight off the gutters <laughs> into a tank. Yeah. Yeah. I don't <laughs> straight <mean>. gutter water. <laughs> like in, in fucking India and stuff like that, some of them use that gutter oil. Have you heard about that stuff? No. Yeah, fucking. I, I don't even know if it's India. It could be another country. But, it, yeah, they fucking they use oil that's... Been used before. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Poo-poo oil. Like your, like your bar oil. <laughs> yeah. Who else uses fucking old mower oil for bar oil? I do. Yeah, me too. Well, I mean, I used like to anyway. I don't as much now. I still do. Do you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, why not? Yeah, true. Yeah. It's just um, a bit thinner. Yeah. Just a bit darker. A little, little bit chunkier. Um. I got to have a run with the uh, Milwaukee fucking chainsaws. I haven't really used a commercial battery chainsaw before. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, the only one I really used, well, actually, no, I've used a few. I've used the Greenworks, used the Egos, um, used an Echo. Nice. Which was really nice. Um, Haven't used a Still or a Husky. Yeah. But I believe they're up there with some of the best. Yeah, the Milwaukee one just fucking, I was cutting down like 20 foot fucking trees. Yep. Um, so at the 40, obviously, we ain't fucking mowing. Uh, so, yeah, we just spent the day cutting down, you know, dead trees and vines and shit like that. Some of the vines are bigger than the trees we're cutting down. Mm. And, yeah, um, <laughs> I rang Travis from Milwaukee and I was like, hey, man, uh, any chance of a demo of some chainsaws he's like oh yeah he's like where are you i told him where i was and he's like oh yeah i'm cruising around that area i'll fucking drop in some chainsaws like fuck yeah trav's cool eh? he's he's a good egg he uh saves saves me fucking pull starting the still um i love that fucking i love (laughs) oh there's something behind us i love that um chainsaw but yeah vicky actually came into the door and was like do you want me to close this i was like nah we'll be right (laughs) and then she's fucking hey Vic. Go and spam on the bloody sticky tape. Oh, that was nice. I got some fucking anus relief. Yeah. I'm, How's I'm, your back? 
I'm like frozen, eh? Are you? Yeah. I'm pretty sore. Um, I don't know why. I've um, I haven't been mega physical. Yeah, I fucking ran for the first time the other day. I was like, oh, I can still do this. That's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Chasing Archie around the beach, fucking felt in the legs and the feet after that. But uh, you know, get the titties out. Fuck! Did you see that? How big are they? Well, I mean, I I got a titty problem too. Yeah, yeah. Mine started a lot earlier than yours, (laughs) though. Fuck! I've had titties since grade (laughs) ten. But yeah, no, it's um, it, it's good to get away too. Like if you can, like if you're in a financial position where you can get away, get out of this headspace, go away. Even if it's just for a weekend, um, you know, just have a think about business and where you want to go and what you want to do. I think that's you know, we went away for the weekend and um, yeah, it was for my birthday and uh, but it was really good. I actually got to catch up with um, Rob Shearer from Skag. And uh, we went out to dinner and fuck, he's a bad influence. Did he pay? No, no. Dog. No. He's done, got no fucking company credit card now. Yeah. Still, still. <laughs> no, it was good, man. It was really good to catch up. We, we fucking went to dinner at and uh, There's a really nice pub there, yeah. overlooks the water. And uh, we were staying right next door, so it was super convenient for us. But yeah, I think I put like 25 bucks of coins and notes into the... Um, Claw machine, keep the kids entertained. Poor Archie, because he's um allergic, like proper allergic to dairy. There oh, was there was one it saddens um, me so much. It's fucking poor poor kid, man. It's not from me. Like I'm fucking dairy all day. Like, you know, but he's just he breaks out in a rash and fucking gets real sick and ugh, sucks. But anyway, he fucking there was one packet of gummy lollies just sitting on one of those chocolate machines, like sitting on top, and I was like, and you know. Rob's a bad influence, so I'd had a fucking view by then. And um, I was like, I'm going to get that. And fuck, did I try? I put some money into that. I didn't get anything, so I felt bad. So as soon as we got back to the room, I just pulled out some pocket lollies. I'm like, fuck, there you go. Pretended to get them out of the cupboard. (laughs) Poor fella. Um, So, look, just getting back to industry talk, the state of the industry, the you know state of contractors mind at the moment obviously this is supposed to be a feel-good episode where if you're if you're a contractor that's in a little bit of trying times at the moment um we want to be able to sort of give these contractors the best chance to just pull through this period did you have anything else that um, you know, you've done in your time. Obviously, your business is a little different. I understand that. And I'm not necessarily talking about the upsell, but the actual state of mind, like still waking up every morning. Yeah, that's the um, most important. I think being look, active what, in your business is still the most important thing. Because what I want to talk about is opportunities. And, you know, like I've... I have been through all of this before yeah. and I remember we've been through it more than once. Yeah. And I, I just remember, um, you know, it's gone back quite some years, but I was at a point once going through a really tough period where a lot of my friends, I was just that age where they were moving out of apprenticeships. They might've been in their second or third year yeah. of actual tradesmen stuff. Um, you know, so they were experiencing, you know, high wages and stuff. And I had this mowing business where I was kind of my own boss. Yeah. Um, it was really up to me how successful I was going to be. 
And I remember, you know, I, I just, you know, we'd look through the diary and I'd be like, I got like four mowing jobs on. <laughs> yeah. And I remember feeling really discouraged and being like, well, if I've only got four, like I might as well just fucking do it tomorrow. Yeah. And, you know, like I was, I was really lucky to be able to dig myself out of that hole because it, it's not the right attitude. Yep. Sure, you can have a win every now and then and be like, fuck yeah, I might do all this and have Friday off. That's great positive stuff. Yeah. That is good. But, you know, if it's a Tuesday, you're like, well, I can combine that day with that day and, you know, I might just sit around and make a nice feed or watch TV or <laughs> yeah. fucking wank or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, fucking wank six times. But I think what was always great about my attitude um, obviously not in this particular time, but when I eventually dug myself out of it, it was like, I'm going to get up at six o'clock every morning. I'm going to go and do those jobs. And you know what? If I'm done by 9.30, I'm going to spend three hours drumming up more business, yep. cold calling, doing whatever it is that I can do to build upon. Because on in a normal typical season, let's say if you had four or 10 jobs to do in a day, 14 days later, you'd be doing them again. Yep. In this type of climate and cycle that we're in right now, it might be 21. Yeah. Um, it's could be Could be 31. Yeah, it's stretching. So to be able to fill in your, your days in advance in those diaries, um, you know, I really think you still have to get out there every day and you really have to be looking. Because don't forget, you know, you're looking for it and there is other contractors that aren't as motivated as you that are just folding businesses. Yeah. You know, so... They've thrown it in the too hard basket. So if you got 10... And look, I don't want to diss those people directly. We, we all have different things going on in our lives. But, you know, if you've got people in your area that are selling 32 V-Rides or Pro Stances, whatever, the you know, these machines that they invested in, Something might come up, a block slash might come up or something, you know, like there, yeah. there could be, you know, there is, there is always going to be opportunities. It's the one thing in our industry that we always have control over is opportunity. Exactly. And I, being able to create that opportunity, um, you know, like I look at it, you know, because when, <laughs> when the industry struggles, catch pro struggles too, yeah. right? And Well, just the other day you were saying, oh thinking about new products and you like I knew as soon as you said that I was like well I really stressed myself out yeah. because you know we um you know obviously when I was in Greenscape Solutions um I can remember back as as early as when we got our skags yeah um I already had machines um you didn't at the time you just turned one over so yeah, like you had, had machines, the, I had but the clipper, yeah, yeah, no, but like I already actually had machines, um, and I remember sitting there thinking, like, man, I got to go find, like, I got to put these machines to work, yeah, and um, I believe, I think it was you picked up that huge subdivision out at fucking Whoop Whoop, <laughs> out of Red Bank Plains, something like that, yeah, that was actually so fun. We fucking that jumped in together, and yeah, and then not long after that. The 40 acres appeared, mm-hmm. um, which was a proper game changer. Yeah, huge. So, you know, it's one thing that you're always control of, in control of as a contractor is opportunity. Yeah. Um, some 
just come out of the universe as a gift, some you have to hustle and create that opportunity for. Mm. I've been hustling hard. Like I, I'm not like trying to uh, big note myself, but we the last two months we have broken our record. Like not our profit rec- record, but our turnover record has been you know up there. <laughs> I haven't worked out any of the profit margins on the last two months, but um, yeah, it and it's just purely from hustling. It's been fuck all. Like we haven't had fuck all to mow. Like I was, I think I was talking to Scotty this morning and um, from Ulladulla and I was saying, yeah, I went to fucking service the V-Ride because I'm like, I have like my intervals when I service things and fuck, she was way off, like way off. So, um, oh, and that brings me to another point. If there's anyone down south that's doing some um, SCAG content, hit me up, fucking send me some photos, tag me in some posts because, um, yeah, I'd love to be resharing and. You know, if I'm not mowing myself, I'd love to be putting some fucking scare content on, out there. So, um, yeah, we fucking – we really, like we'll, – we'll, every, everyone, every body corp got the same email asking them if they wanted, you know, all these extra services that we offer. Uh, and I know, like, not everyone can go and drop, like, a 1000 bucks on a pressure cleaner and things like that, but there are cheaper options, like, you know, if you've got good paying – customers too i mean you you can you pick can, up a 500 hundred dollar job with a pair of secchies if you want to yeah there's you know there's just shoveling a rake yeah um, it's hard it's hard when you you've, you've just invested especially the new guys out there it's it is hard because they've obviously just something else that is a little bit tough for for some of the new people in the industry i've seen that some of them you know the, the people that have come in the last three years like they're, they're not um familiar with quoting yeah. They haven't had to quote much yeah. because, you know, they might have bought franchises that have existing mm-hmm. runs. Yeah. Um, people, you know, have bought independent runs. I think a really good option as well, if you are struggling, I think a little investment, uh, all the lead services, they're fucking, there's tons. And look, just don't be picky. Just fucking, if, as long as it's not costing you money to do the job, just do the job. Like, do it if it's a shitty cleanup, it's a fucking shitty once off lawn. Like, you know, if it's not costing you more to get out and do that job, you know, 10 shit jobs is better than none. That's what I did. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> it's fucking, it's pretty simple maths. Um, so, yeah, look, just do what you can to get through these shitty times. And, you know, it, it's not going to fucking stay dry forever. Like we're looking to get some rain this, this weekend and I hope it comes through just to, it'll probably just keep the dust at bay, but um, you know, it's, it's got to break soon. And realistically we don't see mega rains here until, you know, December, yeah, I reckon, January. Yeah. Around Christmas time when you yeah. start getting those haggis storms, yeah. like, you know, when it's like two o'clock in the arvo and you're like, fuck gray yeah and then it starts no. turning green yeah you're like what the fuck and then it? and then after dinner the sun comes back out <laughs> you can you can feel the fucking that's, static in the air that's proper childhood memories yeah, eh? i know running home to fucking beat the storm mm. just don't get that anymore <laughs> kids fucking don't walk anywhere <laughs> <laughs> um so um i can't remember oh yeah the the thing that i was saying about you know when the industry struggled you know catch pro we face the same struggles yeah um you know not not nationally but you know regionally we feel it um and you know i still put so much pressure on myself like if 
if sales haven't been where I wanted them to be, you know, I'm the same. I'm like, I've, you know, I've got to make a video on Instagram and I've got to show this in a different way or I have to, you know, come up with this. And so I just think being as productive as you can and not letting the like, – don't, don't get kicked when you're already down. Yeah. You know, get up and, um, you know, just – even if it's as simple as making a list with a couple of goals – you know, like, all right, I need to go and find X amount of income yeah. for this day or that day or whatever. Um, and if you have had a had a bit of a rough day, don't don't jump on fucking social media. Just chill. Just fucking do something that you love to do, even if it's going fucking sit down the waterfront or something. Because as soon as you jump on social media, like we said earlier, the whole country's not in the same distress that we are up here in, uh, you know, Sydney's copping it as well as us up here in Brizzy. Um, and, and further north is pretty bad too. So. Yeah, yeah, tropical. It's a bit odd. But, um, yeah, it just – when I jump on and I've had a shit day and I've been mowing shitty, dusty lawns, the last thing I want to do is jump on and see fucking people absolutely just balling, fucking mowing these thick – green lawns and they're only fucking five hours down the road. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, I obviously, because I'm different, I, I love to see it. So. Do you? Well, no, when I, when I say I'm different, like I'm not, I'm, not out, I'm not out there in the dust, yeah. you know. Yeah, not true. In, I'm not in the trenches. So um, I, it was funny, though. I cleaned out a bunch of me stuff and I saw one of my old Greenscapes cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, brought back some memories. Bro, yeah, I just fucking, when I was writing out my notes, I was leaning on a 2018 diary. Yeah. That's, yeah. I got older ones than that. Do you really? Yeah, I was waiting for the wind. I'm going to burn them all. Yeah, couple of couple of things there. Fuck, man, there was a fire. Couple of things, couple of boxes. Eh? Couple of boxes. There's, um, I don't know if it was an arsonist, but, well, I know one of the incidents was an arsonist. So we, we um, went away for the weekend and we fucking get a Facebook notification from our local group. Uh, someone lit nine fires on our street. Wow. Yeah, so you know where the, the hospital is? So we live on a, a fairly busy road, but we're actually in a slip road, so we're away from the main traffic. And, um, yeah, some fuckwit. 22-year-old man walked through the bush. and lit, that's pretty old for long I know, fires. and he lit, lit a fucking fire in a cemetery, um, and then he just continued on and just kept lighting fires all the way up the road. And, um, yeah, it took, took him a while to get him out. But then, um, you know, it astonishes me, right? Sorry to cut in. No, that's all right. Like, I have fires here all the time. Yeah. Controlled fires, obviously. You don't wank in front of them, do you? And like, yeah. I sometimes have a little pocket. <laughs> a little pocket, pocket touch. <laughs> pocket cut. Um, <laughs> no, but, you know, like, I got, like, a, like a fucking blowtorch or, like, an oxy. Like, yeah. I don't really mess around. And, you know there's been occasions where I just, you know, have to use a regular lighter and fires aren't always easy to start. eh? no, he's probably got a fucking pocket full of petrol or something. He's just fucking got it in a pump bottle. Yeah. But even I've like, I mean, it's been a while now, but like even I've lit fires with petrol and sometimes they fail. Yeah. True. True. Dad. Um, but yeah, there was another one on Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, literally, uh, dropped Chloe off to school and as we came over a hill that's just around the corner, someone had, I'm assuming someone lit it because it wasn't a fucking, wasn't a super hot day. 
yeah, someone's lit a fucking fire about six streets down from us and it was across the road from a retirement village. And, um, yeah, they had all the buses ready to rock and roll to get the oldies out. We were, we were at the site. We were where oh, it was shit. before the fucking firings were. So, yeah, that's how close it was to our house. And the fire, the fireys are on our street too, so we beat them there. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's, fuck, it's fucked up, man. People are, not sure people why, are tapped in their head. Not, people, not sure why people would want to start fires. Uh, it's fucking kids, man. They're just bored and ready to fuck shit up. Yeah. Um, the um, It was funny. I hadn't had a lot of... Uh, feedback about last week's episode. We're yeah. still getting feedback about the gym's conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. So, um, oh, people are like, are you gonna? You should interview Jim. It's like, well, fucking. Jim, I'll interview I'll, Jim. I've got no problems with Jim. Fucking Jim can give us a buzz or send us a message or whatever. I've had some of like Jim's colleagues. Well, I don't know. I don't know if colleagues is the right word, but people who work around Jim who have reached out. But yeah. I'd like to hear from Jim personally. Yeah, me too. Um, so let us know if you want that interview. Yeah. Um, That'd be fucking funny. <laughs> we'd, we'd have to have it in the house though. He, Jim has to come and join us here. He has to sit in the seat. He has to yeah. sit in, in the fucking, in the scullies. Exciting news though. Um, all the PLP boys, uh, they're still in America. Actually, Paul sent me a video while we're actually shooting. Oh, he's really? In, he's in Times Square right now. No way. Uh, but when he gets back, uh, there's going to be a PLP takeover. Really? Um, and we're going to do uh, some sort of round table with Paul Sheehan and maybe one or two other representatives. Oh we don't know who they are yet. Um, Just all fucking sit in a circle and give each other hand jobs. Yeah, sure we can. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't want you. Your fucking hands are rough as shit. But yeah. <laughs> um, the, it, that'll be look that'll be a really exciting episode yeah. that people will be able to get you know another piece of really cool Australian business history from uh, and probably get a lot of insight because people think they know stuff about businesses but they don't really know that much no. and, and look fucking PLP they're a pretty open book man like they they uh, they offered before my event they offered people the chance to go and have a tour and I think you know there's a fair few people that took Oh man, there's at least ten or fifteen. Yeah. So, um, and I'm sure, like, if you can organise groups, that they would have no issues. Also, to all of our Fox listeners, um, BJ and I are making a, an appearance on the 11th. Mm-hmm. Um, BJ doesn't know about this surprise. So this, this is episode full um, of surprises. I'm not going to mention the venue because you know then everyone can. <laughs> it, it is a Fox event. Oh, um, cool. And happens to be local to us. So Is Leo going to be there? Leo's going to be oh there. Oh, my God. Open mouth patches. Um, so to all the Fox guys, we'll see you on the 11th. Fuck yeah. Um, and we can, uh, you know, it'd be cool to just catch up. Is it the 11th of November? Yeah, 11th of the 11th. Oh, okay, cool. Fuck yeah. A couple of minutes silence at the same time. We'll, oh. go, we'll go at 11 o'clock at night too, eh? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Until then, I'm at Catch Pro. He is at TBL and we're out of time. Thank you.